Good evening, everyone. I'm Constance Whitehurst, and welcome to Seasons Beyond Victory. This podcast is taking a bit of a different turn, as I have the pleasure of having here with me my beloved husband, Jay Whitehurst. Say hello, honey. Hello. We are soon to celebrate our 22nd wedding anniversary. And we wanted to share with you on the topic of marriage. Recently, we were asked the question, what would the two of you say were the seven commandments of an effective marriage and began each one with either thou shall or thou shall not. So I'll go ahead and I'll start. My first commandment would be, thou shall always keep God first. I think that keeping God first is essential in order to have an effective marriage. Uh, With anything, you have to have principles and standards to live by. I think one of the greatest resources for principles and standards is that of the Holy Bible. Uh, Because I don't believe that there is failure in the Word of God. And so if there's no failure in the Word of God, when we line our marriage up to live by God's Word and to live by His principles, then that entail means that there would be no failure in our marriage. And so I say that thou shall always keep God first. Thou shall have words of affirmation. The power of appreciation goes a long, long way. To be able to say words of appreciation towards your wife, help to build and strengthen your marriage in our levels of your marriage. You have to build it to strengthen it from, from day to day. You have to keep it strong by showing, by saying words of appreci- uh, affirmation and showing, saying you appreciate her at all times. And we have to say that we appreciate one another as well at all times. Yes. That is so um, important um, because without showing that element of appreciation, and without affirming one another, that has a tendency over a period of time, if you don't do that, the other party, mm-hmm. the husband or the spouse or, or the wife, ha- would have a tendency to feel um, neglected. Yeah, neglected. They would have a tendency to feel, you know, that inadequate inadequate or they don't they don't matter to the other spouse and so that's why it's so important because we all have um roles to play things that we do uh to help to keep the marriage built up and so you just want to be able to affirm one another and to show appreciation to let one another know that you matter so I, I agree with that. You have to be affirming and show appreciation. Um, one of the other 
commandments is thou shall always have open communication. Yes. Uh, open communication is one of those areas uh, in, in uh, most marriages that sometimes there are it's left with flaws. Um, people have a tendency, even husbands and wives in a relationship, not to openly communicate. And so you need to be able to have that level of understanding and a level of communication laden with love and respect when you communicate, even even when you're upset. And don't allow the enemy to get involved in that, taking off, seal it up, so it, so he can have no place in that. Man, you're not saying nothing. You're saying something. By not saying nothing, you're actually saying a lot, but you have no action. So you don't want to have no action. You want to be interact. Right. Or you you certainly don't want to climb up and, yeah, I agree with you, and and not say um, what's on your mind. uh, Because many times Mm -hmm. um, that's one of the things that, uh, the other thing that, couples have a tendency to do they get upset with one another and they retreat to their own separate corners Mm -hmm. (laughs) or their own separate areas and not talk to one another well certainly not communicating that's not getting uh the whatever the issue is resolved the resolution so you have to be able to keep communication open and then communicate mm-hmm. to one another with a level of love and respect, not hitting below the belt, but being able to take the other person's feelings into um, into hand as well. Take the gloves off and put love in. Right, take the gloves off and, and put love in. I like that. I like that. So, uh, so with that, what you say... Um, will come forth um, in a loving manner. Uh, do you have another one that you want to share? Yes. Thou shall show acts of service. Acts of service. True love True love is something that you respond to. True love is something that you... It's a demonstration of your love toward each other. Enter an outward expression of your love. For example... Even your word had power. For example, is that uh, your actions speak louder than your words. Your actions do speak louder than the words sometimes. So you need to show acts of service toward your wife and toward one another. It's uh, each other showing you care and so you're concerned. So you, you know, be consistent with that on a, on a daily basis. It's important to learn to express your love in that manner, to 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 hold each other accountable for for for. For their daily lives, you know, because you, you, we both you know, respect for each other, honor each other, cherish each other, and learn to uh, look out for one another. Don't don't um, dismiss because we both have feelings, both are people, and we all have feelings, emotion, and spirit. So we need to learn to look out for each other. I agree, and I agree with what you said about your actions speak louder than your words because um, even. You know, love in in the 21st century uh, society has a variety of of different meanings depending upon um, who's saying it. And so 
Many times you have people that say I love you, but their actions show something totally different. So your, uh, your actions have to also line up with your words. Your words should show love as well as your actions should demonstrate the love that your words show. And you have to keep peace in your home. This is true. As well. And as a matter of fact, showing loving actions will mm-hmm. help to keep yes. peace within the Thank home. God. Yes, it will. Um, my, one other commandment that I would like to share is thou shall not have divorce as an option. Yes. I think that that is so vitally important because the divorce rate um, amongst couples is very high, even within the church. And sometimes um, people, they're just not in it for the long haul. They get uh, upset. Uh, They have irreconcilable differences. And they're ready to pack their bags and leave as opposed to um, saying to themselves, you know, we've made a commitment to one another. And if you're a godly couple... Hopefully, you've made a commitment to God as well. And so with that, you have to make um, that vow to one another that divorce is not an option. Even though when we came together, um, and certainly when we first met, we were were very young. Uh, I was uh, in my late teens. My husband was in his early 20s. We were very young. And so, uh, but we made a commitment, um, certainly in our relationship and then later on in our marriage, that we were there for the long haul. Uh, As they say, all for one and one for all, and divorce was not an option. And we've held to that through the years. Also, we learned to pray with with one another. Prayer is so much important as, as well as your faith in your marriage. So prayer is very key to what we do on, on a daily basis, to let, you know, to bring God in, that God, he is in, he's the center of our life, yes. he's who we're all about. And prayer prayer make a big, big difference. All we do is prayer and having faith in that and trusting God all along the way. Yes, prayer makes a big difference because you can't be angry with one another and pray. Mm-mm. Uh, that that <laughs> it's just amazing how because in prayer of course uh, the presence of God is there and because of that you have to be able you will reconcile uh, you can't sincerely join hands and pray uh, to an Almighty God angry with one another that has to be first reconciled. And also learn to forgive. That's so important. Yes, it learn is. Learn to be prepared to forgive. You know, learn to forget as well, but learn to forgive. That bringing back healing in your heart, mind, your spirit, so you can continue to connect together in your marriage. And you need a healing process of forgiveness towards each other. Don't hold grudges. Don't hold hold things over each other's head and go for revenge, all other stuff. Learn to reconcile that God may heal your marriage and heal your love for each other so you can grow in the way God intends for you to grow to the full potential, full development, and full fulfillment in a happy, successful marriage with Christ in the center. That's biblical as well. 
uh, forgiveness and not keeping record of wrongs. Billiness. Um, and so one of the other commandments is certainly should be thou shall know how to forgive. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's also too essential uh, to having an effective marriage. You're not always going to agree. Mm-hmm. And as uh, humans, we will make mistakes, but we have to be able to know how to say I'm sorry and how to forgive one another. Because God doing something supernatural. He's taking two flesh bringing into one. Yeah. Only he can does that, but you got to allow for him to do that in your life, in your marriage. You allow, allow, allow God to bring that together as one flesh because there's differences. You know, learn learn to agree more so than you disagree. Learn to come together and have that connection with Christ in the center of that. And then you can build your faith, faith build, building your faith and build your love, your peace, and your joy, and your happiness all together. You, get, you know, have to evolve all together in that so you can have a successful marriage towards each other. I agree. One other thou shall is, thou shall love one another and place the other's needs before thyself. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think that's important in every area of our lives, whether it's just simply showing um, care for one another, being there to support one another. Yes. Or even in intimacy. Mm-hmm. That's very important. Very important. Uh, that's how I, I believe that one of the key aspects that has helped our marriage to last okay. uh, nearly two decades. Well, excuse me, more than two decades. 22 plus years, thank God. Still going strong. Coming This coming Sunday. And so placing one another's needs before ourselves. Um, as long as uh, I, my, prior, my, my priority is that my husband is satisfied and his needs are met. And if he <laughs> likewise, his priority is that I'm satisfied and yes. that my needs are met, then both of us will have our needs met from one another. And that's always an, a very unselfish uh, thing to do. And selfishness has no place in a marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to be able to know how to look out for and place the other, your spouse's needs and the other person's needs above your own. Uh, I have another one. Thou shall learn to give gifts. Uh, I learned to give gifts to my wife because we learned to give to each other. Yes. I learned to give to her because I want her to be uh, show my special love towards her in different areas of her life and to let her know that uh, if from my heart something I want to do because I cherish her and honor her and to learn to give gifts and she learned to receive gifts and we learn to give to each other in that aspect of, of our marriage love for one another it's still, it's still going on still going on strongly so that's important and never try to learn to love one another and to communicate that to, to each other and to bring about expression of love that joy, happiness and peace you share with one another and you continue to uh, build and build and build and you have a great thing right there. And those gifts don't have to be on a special occasion. 
Yes. All some of the most precious gifts are those that are gifts just because. Happy Wife's Day, one of the things we do. Happy yes, Wife's Day. Yes, my husband happy created husband. Happy Wife's Day. And, yes. And I I thank God for that. Uh, that's something that we put on our own calendar. And in turn, I have occasions for him mm-hmm. that I just do uh, random, uh, yes, random acts of love. Not only just random acts of kindness, but random acts of love. Yes, Lord. Such as just placing maybe a love note uh, mm-hmm. in his lunch that I prepare before he goes to work. Surprise, or, surprise, or, surprise. <laughs> or uh, making a bubble bath for him when he comes in my, uh, my, my. late night from, from work or fixing his favorite meal. Mm, you good. know, those type of things that yes. you do that really add, they, they may seem small, but they have such great meaning. It does. And they does. and they add substance. Um and it's what helps to hold or the glue that to help to hold your marriage together. It helps to enhance your love for one another. Yes. It, it helps to enhance it, it helps to embrace it, it helps to uh, to 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 mold and shape it. Uh she is my R O E O. She I love, <laughs> I love originality in Receive enriches only. So the originality of my wife, uh, our creativity we have for each other, we have to enrich one another and give aspect our marriage, our life, and our love for one another and, and continue to grow and to prosper. He shared that bless earlier, and this is so very true. Uh, it is uh, original. Uh, and that's what it takes uh, in a mar- in a marriage. Those things that are new, that are different, that are special. original and spe- original and special, that help to enrich uh, your marriage for the long haul. We have, I think that's a good note to end on. We have several resources that are uh, available uh, to our our listeners. Uh, that we would certainly recommend. Um, one is The Four Seasons of Marriage uh, by Gary Chapman, which uh, is The Secrets to a Lasting Marriage. The other is a book called The Mediterranean Love Plan by Stephen and Misty Otterburn, Seven Secrets to a Lifelong Passion in Marriage. Mm. Wow. And this one is the marriage builder mm-hmm. creating true oneness to transform your marriage. And that's by Dr. Larry Crabb. Let me add this to it. Uh, also, take time to spend quality time with each other. Quality time. Learn to spend quality time with one another. Learn to listen to your wife. Learn to listen to your husband. Learn to interact with each other. That's that's so important. And also take time to have physical touch. Learn to reach out and touch one another. Learn to reach out and spread, spend time with one another. It's so important. So those things I want to add to it because it's very important for a successful marriage. Very good. Thank you so much. Uh, I, we pray that these tips have been or will be a blessing to those that listen in. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in again to the Seasons of Victory podcast, and we pray that you have a blessed week. Take care.